You're listening to the Terror of the Woods podcast, where every question is a great question. I am your host, Star Strazabosco. Get your critical thinking caps on because we are seeking truth in a world where we are drowning in information, but starved for knowledge. They decided to do a trilateral commission with Australia, the UK, and America to f*** with China. So (laughs) Now look at when they did this. This this is simply Joe Biden trying to look like that he knows something about, you know, foreign affairs. Yeah. Well, it's not yeah. Joe. It's not Joe. Excuse me. It's, it's not Joe Biden. He's not running this. No, he's just right. a, he's just a sock puppet. Yeah, he doesn't even get right. to talk and answer questions. But that's how crazy it is for people to to sit and watch their president walk away from the podium. Actually, look at the screen and it says walk away now, Joe. <laughs> I mean, the, people have to be starting to realize like something is off this guy has not done anything right every picture you see with him on twitter is with two ice cream cones everyone you cannot find that guy without an ice cream cone i want to know where this where's the news media doing the body bag count every night for the number of people died of covid i mean there's what there's been over well over two hundred thousand people have died of covid it's 200 million No, no, yeah, right. But but on Biden's watch, there's per day that he's been in office, there's way many more people that are dying of COVID, and and we have the vaccines. With why aren't the news media giving the body count every night, and and saying that Joe Biden's responsible for these two hundred thousand dollars? That's a war. He's a war criminal. You know why? Why aren't they saying all that stuff? Because they work for the CIA. It's called a mockingbird media. You also have a lot of celebrities out there that are MK Ultra, and these are things that I have not really explored on the podcast, but I have written about them. It's a known fact that they have operations to control the public, and mm-hmm. the CIA, the Mossad, the MI6, all of these special intelligence agencies that operate in different countries, they all hire each other to observe and report on their own citizens looks and then they give each other their reports so that you can never say it was the CIA looking at us. Mm-hmm. I bet you don't know about that either. Do you, Dr. No, I, I, I hope that, I hope they listen to the podcast. Oh, trust me. <laughs> well, that, I'm that, on a that, list. That, that was the whole thing with, with Trump right from the very beginning. So yeah, uh, yeah that, that was pretty obvious. I'm going to, I'm going to just go just off topic, just a tiny bit, just, but to, just to fill out how corrupt our government is. Did you see the gymnast yes. talking about how she's abused by this doctor? Yes. 2015. And, you know, here's the thing. I mean, she went to the FBI. She told them her story. And then not only did they ignore her story, they didn't do anything about it, but they also lied about it. They changed her story. So for a year after her original testimony to the FBI, this guy was able to freely continue to do all these horrible things to these to these w- women gymnasts, you know, she was demeaned and she was ignored. And this is the quality of the FBI that we have today. I mean, that same thing happened with, with Trump, with Strzok and Page and McCabe and Comey and now now Ray, that they're, they're all 
deep state. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing what we're dealing with here. Point these, these things out. And we're, now we're seeing now with Assange, his chief witness against him turns out to be a liar. You see the, the supposed kidnapping of, of, of what was her name of, of, from Michigan? I'm, I'm blocking uh, on the governor's name. Governor Whitmer. Yeah, yeah, Whitmer. yeah. Yeah, it turns out that, you know, there were more FBI agents involved in that than just the Has the, just ha- has the, the FBI people. ever done anything that actually furthered the intent of America, actually supported our American ideals? I don't think any of these agencies were set up to protect Americans. They were set no, no. up and designed to work against Americans to keep us dumb the fbi department of justice we have people in prison in washington dc now that have not been charged they're just held perpetually in jail everything has been designed very well i wrote about this also in my blog the highly efficient machine that jfk spoke about back in 1961 when he spoke to the press it's basically telling the press I know you guys are all part of it. The FBI, the CIA, the DOJ, all of them have been designed and take us down, keep us dumb and happy. Then you have the Federal Reserve that was, by the way, passed like a couple nights before Christmas in 1913. I think it was 1913. Don't forget, at the same time, the income tax was passed, both of them together. And that was under Woodrow Wilson, who was a racist. He was the one that premiered. He's a um, bureaucratic godfather. The, the movie Birth of a Nation, which was about the KKK. Right. Yeah. Uh, the income tax and the Federal Reserve w- hand were. In hand. Well, that makes K- sense because we got to pay those assholes back. Exactly. That, that was the whole point. Right. Well, and so, that's well, the point I'm that making. Was... What if there's nobody there to collect our income taxes? I don't think well, there that... is. 1913 was also the same year that Woodrow Wilson got changed the constitution such that the senators from each state was not were not appointed by the legislatures yes. of those states yes but were by popular right and now if you think about that right now if you look at the state legislatures uh, the uh, 50 states we would never ever have a democrat majority ever in the senate if Wilson had not done that, we would always have Republican majorities because most states' legislatures are going to be fairly conservative. But because, again, what you have is this, this whole thing of big cities growing up and the suburbs and the urban areas growing up and more of the farmer, et cetera, are getting less and less and less. And when you go into big cities, you tend to become more liberal. And the federal government and the Democrats in particular, they're plan is to undermine federalism and that's and they've done it quite effectively uh the other thing the democrats have done quite effectively is back in the 1970s where they got right, rid of the different mechanisms in the house and the senate for rooting out communism and marxists the last time we really had a house un-american affairs committee was back in the 1970s so nothing really there's no organ to stop marxists from coming into uh, government positions. And if you, again, if you read Witness by Whitaker Chambers, uh, and again, Whitaker Chambers was the ex-communist spy who became an editor for Time Magazine. He was uh, the main witness that put away Alger Hiss, essentially as a spy. Alger Hiss was uh, 
very high up in, in the government. And again, this was that during this time, this was actually before McCarthy, where it was revealed that Elizabeth Bentley had come out and she had been a, a communist spy. She gave whole information. And what we found is our government was riddled with communist spies, again, from the early 1920s. And, and a lot of these people were in high positions that were the close associates with uh, FDR, as was Hiss. Hiss was at Yalta. He was uh, helping with all of these negotiations with the communists. And so, and what happened was once, once we got rid of all the mechanisms by which we root out communists in the 1970s, Marxist communists have been free to infiltrate our government and they have. Uh, yeah. So there's no good reason to think, like this guy, Milley, this guy, Milley is a Marxist. That's plain and simple. It'd be hard for me to believe that anybody could not see that this guy's a Marxist and you have Marxists all throughout. I mean, to me, just about every Democrat leader is a Marxist. I mean, they they're try to find any policy positions they hold that's different from uh, your standard Marxist position. Yeah. Have Th you ever heard question. of Operation Paperclip? No. Right. Oh, sure. That's when they brought all the Nazis over after World War II. Roberta von Braun was a part of that. And they put him in yeah. high-ranking leadership positions within our government. The Nazis won. And, uh, you know, the people that were working with Mangala, I mean, I, I, people all across the... I mean, the poor we, as we were at the revelations of the Nuremberg trials of what was going on in, in, in the concentration camps, we wanted their results, wanted their, their tests, we wanted their experiments because we thought we could learn from them. And we haven't changed. I mean, we, we're finding out now that under the Obama administration, they were taking the heads of aborted babies and using them. Uh, Fauci has ported that things at the University of Pittsburgh. All throughout the country, we've seen how Planned Parenthood uh, sells body parts specifically. There was a you know, report companies. yesterday about Obama. It, it was uncovered $515 per baby head. Yeah, that's what that's what I was talking about just, just now. So we know that that's been going on for a very, very long time. So we welcomed the, uh, the, the doctors and the scientists that were in the Nazi regime that did all these horrible things to come to that country. Said, oh, well, look at all we can learn from them. Look at the, the, look what kind of advancements we can have. And that whole Operation Paperclip was to legitimize these people, bring them into the country, give them new idea, identifications if they needed whatever, make them citizens, put them in positions of power, positions of authority. And that's what we did. Yeah, there's no question about it. It was, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like you have information we want. Come on in. We're good with it. So... Yeah. So we're did, so we we vetted those people as well as we're vetting the people we're related in from Afghanistan. Then oh a, oh absolutely yeah you <laughs> they bet vet us more than they vet anyone coming into this country all by design. Just even saying okay. New World Order and everybody would turn around and think you were nuts. But now all of these world leaders. I mean Bush Senior has said it multiple times when he was giving yeah. speeches back in the nineties. Yeah, people must have forgotten about that. But now they're all saying it. Trudeau, Australia all kinds of different countries. That's why nationalist movements, like uh, they're really angry at this guy from Hungary, right? The leader of Hungary, uh, because he's a nationalist. That is, he says, no, we have borders. We have a culture we want to protect and we're not gonna just open things up. That's why Brexit was such 
is such a big deal is because England said, no, we're going to be our own people. So these uh, transnationalist type folks, these one world order type people, they don't want to have individual nations. They think that's what causes wars. They think they believe that we should all just be one world. Right. And uh, means we would be one people under one person. Right. That's what that means. Exactly. And that's that's such an incredibly naive position. But again, there's no representation of the people in that in that way. Precisely. You would never have a voice. You'd never make it to the top. You would never be able to have any life ambitions actually succeed. That's what our country was supposed to be, right? Our country was supposed to be representation of the people. The people were the ones that were deciding that we would make a freedom of government rel- of the people for the people by the people, right? right. So, And exactly. that doesn't exist in most places. And nobody understands that the Constitution was set up to limit the government. It doesn't tell you what your rights are. Right. You're born with those no matter what. People need to start just realizing that one small concept. It's it's such a perfect concept, and nobody knows how to explain how our most fundamental documents have been designed and how special they are. They're different from any other. Here's the, the huge misconception that's been fostered over and over and over again. We are not a democracy. Right. We are not about a democracy. Too. Our founding fathers saw what happened to a pure democracy in Athens, and they were abhorred by it. Mm-hmm. They realized, they understood that a pure democracy is two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for dinner. And when you have a pure democracy, that means if 50% plus one agree to anything, that's the law of the land. And everybody else has to abide by it. So if if 50% plus one decide that I should be banned from public speaking. Maybe from wearing a mask. Maybe you have to wear a mask and you have to be vaccinated. Yeah, or whatever. It doesn't make any difference. Right. That that is law. And what they did, and that's what the Electoral College is all about. Right. Yep. And that is why we have the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights protects us against the tyranny of the majority. Every time somebody calls us a democracy, I just rankle. I know. We are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. Another tidbit that a lot of people don't understand. When you just said the the, uh, Bill of Rights, okay? Well, who put forward the Bill of Rights? The anti-federalists put forward the Bill of Rights. And a lot of people, you go to anybody in the street, they want anti-federalists. Who are the anti-federalists? These are the guys, like, for instance, George Clinton was an anti-federalist. So uh, the governor of New York, they wanted to just change the Articles of Confederation. They did not want a new constitution. And it was a very slim majority that pushed through the constitution. And the anti-federalists were very, very concerned because they feared that a federal government would become stronger and stronger and stronger. And at some point in time, usurp the state's rights. That's what they were concerned of. So they came forward and they put forward, I believe it was 13 or 14 amendments or you know, basically the Bill of Rights and 10 of them were adopted. And they said, we need to enumerate certain rights. Now the Federalists did not want to do this. They said, no, 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 no. These rights that you're talking about, they're, you know, the document that we've put together, it's, it's, it's understood. And right. the NFL go, oh, no, 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 no. 
We want to make it crystal clear. Plato, he said it best about democracy. Dictatorship naturally arises out of democracy. And that's why they want us to be a democracy so bad. That's why every single talking head calls us a democracy. I just gives chills down my spine when I hear that. Also, John Adams, remember, democracy never lasts long. It soon wastes, exhausts, and murders itself. There is never a democracy that did not commit suicide. Right. And here here we are, just, you know, slaying each other. Bottom line to all this, I think what we're talking about tonight, is there is huge, huge corruption in our system right now. And we're being lied to. We're being manipulated. We're not getting straight answers. I don't trust the CDC. I don't trust the FDA. I don't trust the AMA. I don't trust the DOJ. I don't trust the FBI. I don't trust the CIA. And so we have a situation now, and I think Sar quite right. I think more and more people are starting to, to wake up and realize that the that what's going on right now. I'm kind of surprised at what people are beginning to understand. And I th- and I think, you know, there's there's this theory that you know, okay, in order for people to in order for us to have real change, people have to see how bad it really is. Right. And that, you know, you know, they talk about Trump's, you know, he, he was watching the election and he, all these people saw everything going on and you have Mike Lindell and all these kind of things. And, and, and I, I don't know all about that, but I, what I am seeing for sure is I think more and more people are starting to go, what, what are you talking about? I mean, there, there are people who have been flat out, you know, vaccine Nazis and then as soon as they started to say, well, you know, if you've had the vaccine, you really still have to wear a mask. That really freaked a lot of people out. I mean, a lot of the pro-vaccine people, are like, well, wait a minute, I bought it. I was told, hey, the CDC, Walensky, you know, all these people, Fauci told us, you know, if we do, if we, if we, if we follow these orders and we, we were good boys and girls and we get the vaccine, all the time, we won't have to wear a mask anymore. Yeah. And you know, two and months they later, the definition of being fully vaccinated yeah. to having to have the booster. Yeah, well, but my point is, you know, people that were supportive of this before are now starting, and, and you have this 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 uh, rap star woman, um, Nikki Minaj. Or, yeah, I mean, she's awesome. She, she hasn't backed down yet. Now she's supposed to have this conversation with the White House, and they're supposed to straighten her out on a few things well i'm sure she's but mk at, ultra too so they yeah, probably just up, have to say a trigger word well up up to this point she's been very good mm-hmm. and i think that people like that have i mean she's got like 25 million followers mm-hmm. or something insane number had, yeah it's almost if, like 200 million if, followers. If, if, yeah if, if it's true and people are starting to listen to her and starting to say well wait a minute oh yeah why don't we have a choice? Why don't we have informed consent? You know, why are we being bullied into this? My only hope at the moment is that there is actually a sea change going on in our country and people and more and more people starting to say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. But this doesn't make sense. Why, why, yeah, why are two we, plus two you know, is supposed to equal four. Yeah, Always. So, it never fails. So I, I do have... You have some hope? Wow. Well, well, on the other hand, we have John Durham after two and a half, three years. He, got, he has one measly Just little Just stinking wait. indictment. Yeah, Listen, we'll see. 
Do you, do, have you read the filing? I sent you guys some screenshots of it. I took a look, okay? Yeah. The great thing about that filing <laughs> is that it's all connected. The client that he said, Sussman, said that he wasn't talking about that day is the Clinton Foundation, a tech company, and one other, and I forget I forget who it was. Now, they didn't name the tech company or the other, but they named the Clinton Foundation. Now, I also sent you a tweet that is still up on Twitter that Hillary Clinton tweeted out in 2016. Saw Basically, I, it, it, she, she was a part of it all. She was the first person out on Twitter saying that Trump was connected to this conspiracy, and here's the proof, and... She basically, she incriminates herself in this tweet. So I took that and I retweeted and I put, is this the part where somebody puts, this tweet didn't age well. <laughs> yeah, this tweet didn't age well. That's Has somebody done that one yet? Well. Because this is the perfect moment. I saw moment. that. So I saw that. I wanted to just go down my, my quick law of the land reference card is what I'm calling it. And I'll be putting these on my website for anybody <laughs> who wants to use them, print them out, hand them out, whatever. But the one, the one major case law that I wanted to put there was a hallmark case law in, in America, which is Marbury versus Madison, where all laws which are repugnant to the Constitution are null and void, meaning all of these laws, <laughs> and we're starting to recognize and actually have the balls to say, I'm not going to follow any of this stuff that we know is unconstitutional. But we've just been playing along because we just want to live our lives. So I've listed the Civil Rights Act. I have the chapters, the titles, the sections all listed out for people. Americans with Disability Act. I also have I have the Arizona Revised Statutes that will take place in September. September 29th is when they'll be effective. But then on the back of the card, I actually give the language, the actual language from the law. Now, I wasn't able to place some of the case law on there, so I'll also place that on the website in case people are interested there is case law about a flu vaccine that a nurse said she what she didn't want right and the hospital challenged that and because they refused to give her an accommodation which the law is clear you have to give a an accommodation the case law came out saying that she had anxiety about taking the vaccine so she doesn't have to take it so just even anxiety you can use that case law I can't believe that Circleback Jack would have, she clearly has never read any of these acts. It's so crystal clear. So I've provided all of that for people to hand out to friends and family because I have two family members right now that are facing termination. And it is, you know what though? <laughs> I'm excited. I think everybody should get fired right now. We won't pay our income taxes. No infrastructure bill will actually be funded. I, we're, It's a win-win for us. I'm seeing this, you know, it, it's going to be a great day here pretty soon. Well, well, thanks for doing that, Star, because I saw that, and that was really convenient to get all of the, uh, the data in one place, and I think that's helpful. Um, one of the things I, I, I know we're over time here, but I wanted to read this because you guys and I, you guys were just dominating the conversation and I couldn't get an edgewise. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but this was from a Federalist 10. Madison wrote Federalist 10 because a lot of people don't know the definition of a republic versus a democracy. So go to Federalist 10. But here's just a quick little um, thing on it. It says, uh, from this view of the subject, it may be concluded that a pure democracy by which 
which I mean a society consisting of a small number of citizens who assemble and administer the government in person can and admit of no cure for the mischiefs of faction. He talks about faction previous to this. A common passion or interest uh, will is almost every case be felt by the majority of the whole. A communication and concert results from the form of government itself. And there is nothing to check the inducements to sacrifice the weaker party or an obnoxious individual. Hence, it is that such democracies have ever been spectacles of turbulence and contention, have ever been found incompatible with personal security or the rights of property, and have in general been as short in their lives as they have been violent in their deaths. And then he goes on after that and, and talks about what a republic is, what are the two main differences between a democracy and a republic. So again, Federalist 10 uh, by Madison, that if, if, you're, if your listeners want to really dive in and uh, put a little more it. meat to the bone. I'll post it. I, I haven't written about the Federalist Papers because um, I've just been sticking mostly to the Constitution and presidential speeches, but I've been it's been yeah. on my list to do. So this this will be a good exercise for me too to get dig back into yeah. those. Yeah, and the Federalist Papers by Hamilton, Madison, and Jay. You know, Madison's called the father of the Constitution. This is this these are the documents from which the Constitution was was drawn, essentially, right? right? Yeah, well, that's so. how they advocated to get people to you know <clears throat> right. support it. Right. And, well, but I think people should look at the anti-federalist writings as well and see what the other side of the story is. Because again, I'm 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 I, I have a lot of sympathy for the anti-federalists, quite frankly. Yeah, especially right now. <laughs> yes, especially well, right uh, now. Yeah, I, I uh, you know, again when you have a governmental situation, I mean you have I mean, it, it's it's a difficult situation because you you want to have re some sort of regulation, right? I mean, we want to have stop signs, we want to have stop lights. We, there are certain things we want to have, and we need certain a certain amount of regulation. So Hamilton and Madison and Jay were more into the regulation aspect of it, particularly Hamilton's uh, you know writings about the electoral college are brilliant. I am in many respects anti-federalist, uh, yeah. but at the same time, we do need to have some basic, as a contractor, I have to deal with codes for electrical, for plumbing, for various things like that. And, and a lot of the codes that have been written and how we should do things are make perfect sense because it protects people. And if you hook up your, your electrical properly, if you do your plumbing properly, it's, it's, it's safe for you. It's safe for everybody. There's, there's a part of me that says, okay, well, you know, we, we need to have some regulation, but and that's, and maybe that's the more the federalist view, but it, but when that gets out of control, when either side gets out of control, we have problems. Yeah. But broken, the point is, is that those regulations are much better made at the local level than a federal level. Right. right? And that's, that's the issue. I mean, all, all this was the, was predicated on supposedly Shays' rebellion when they had a rebellion that took place locally, and it didn't seem like the federal government it, uh, could mount uh, a, a big enough army to to put this rebellion down. And so this is where the, the federalists came and said, "Boy, we need a stronger uh, centralized government to help with." 
protection of the people, protection of the nation at, at large, as well as interstate uh, commerce, because they didn't feel that the, that the Articles of Confederation did that well enough. The Anti-Federalists said, okay, we're going down the wrong route if we do this. Yes, maybe we need uh, a, a stronger federal government to, to protect the nation and stop local rebellion to protect its citizens, but we have to be very wary of this central government getting too strong. Right. And there has to be no. equal, uh, there, there has to be a healthy tension between participation and coercion. You have yeah. to be able to participate up to the point where you have to be coerced into it. So with that, thank you for joining us tonight. And remember, every question is a good question.